graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And as soon as Paul leaves, I'm going to jerk off in his basement. Oh, God. <laughs> no, well, actually, part of... Okay, well, first we are doing the podcast as we are supposed to do the podcast. At least every... Or at least once every two weeks, we're going to do a podcast. But one of the beauties, one of the benefits of doing a podcast, maybe not this particular one... Is the water heater. Water heater, water ladies heater, and gentlemen. Making water heater background noise, which I probably will uh, get rid of later on in post. And you'll wonder why we sound like robots, and that's because noise, uh, the noise removal. Water heater, ladies and gentlemen. Water heater. That being said, <laughs> one of the beauties of doing a podcast is... Go on. We are technically... We are technically press. We are press. We are media. Things we say, people listen to. So when stuff like that mm-hmm. goes on... Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. What website do you use? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but... Wait, 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 Let, let's let's hear it. Say it out it's loud. It's TsunamiFaithful.com. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Paul's okay. other baby, the TsunamiFaithful.com. Oh, just, it, just, it just fills me with joy when you say has that. Afforded me I get so turned on by that. The last, what, three <laughs> years now going to New York Comic Con. You're welcome. And so as of right now, the funny thing is that like, <coughs> Matt, the cameraman who usually goes with me, has already got approved. So yeah, I got approved immediately. So it'll be really funny if I don't get approved. <laughs> so so here's here's what happened. No, Chris is like, "Oh, did you apply yet?" And I, I'm sitting there going, "Chris, I can't apply because if I you don't get in, I don't have any place to stay." Because I had promised Paul, I said, since my mom lives in New York City, I'm like, okay, if we go to Comic Con, I could talk to my mom and see if like you could stay. It's not even that. Mom. Like, your mom, like, lives, like, a couple blocks from the con, like... But, I mean, well, not actually, it's not a couple blocks, but it's it's a it's a 20-minute subway ride. Because the with parking and stuff like that for the... For are, are, you gonna, are you going to protect me when we go on the subway? Yeah, I'll protect you. The subway... <laughs> New York City subways are remarkably safe. I know that goes against... There's Wi-Fi now. Last really? year, that was a big deal. That was, like, wow. when, I went, when I went last year... In the trains in or the in train, the stations? No, in the actual station. I think, no, maybe not <coughs> Maybe not on the actual trains. But in the stations. But in the stations, because I saw I saw an ad, and it's like, okay, if you want to use your Wi-Fi, go and click on this, click on that. And, of course, I mean, it's not like lightning fast, but if you need to check your email or something like that, like, you could kind of browse Facebook. So, like, I was sort of like, I was posting pictures from, like, the subway train uh, in New York from, from Comic-Con. 
So, oh boy, Paul is ripping. Oh. Dick and fart jokes, people. Oh. I'm going to jerk off and Paul's farting. Well, actually, I can't, what? I can't jerk off until Paul starts farting. No. What just <laughs> happened? Wait a minute. You Wait. farting turns me on. Uh, no. Um, oh, my God. Are you that deprived? Yeah, I'm that deprived. Oh, I, God. Well, well, I don't know. Well, I won't. I won't uh, ladies. Uh, ladies. Please fuck Chris. I will give you his address. Well, no. Well, <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking through it. Nobody uh, wants to come paper. to my house. No one wants to come to my dirty bachelor pad. But um, I would... Okay, so we are pretty much as when we're done doing this podcast, we're going to apply for the press pass because, the, like I said, the funny thing is that Matt already got approved. But Matt's a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. As much as I love Matt, you know... Matt does not like being in front of the camera. Even when I like, I hold the camera, like I hold my own phone just to like record little videos. Matt does not like being on camera. Um, it's hilarious. I love it. it. He gets all awkward, and it's well. I guess actually, I don't know if it's like. I think he's he's just like socially, socially awkward and stuff like that. You know what's gonna be really funny? Like you're gonna get to actually meet the the guys from Toonami. Well, that, look, last year I got to meet voice actors from One Punch Man. And I would, and of course I've heard of the anime, but I didn't know their fucking names like three days before yeah. Comic Con, you know. Um, you know who else I got to meet? Uh, what were the other interviews? You know, <coughs> I mean the guys, the guys from um, Funimation were always good. Justin Rojas and um, can't believe I forgot the girl's name. I have such a crush on her, and I forgot her name. Uh, we had well, long story short, Comic Con's always a blast. And this year, Paul is anticipating Toonami might have some sort of panel or not. I mean, they've they've had panels, but they might have like like big wigs. They may have like legit. There's going to probably be a Toonami panel. That's what they've said. So I don't I don't know if that's the case, but we'll see. So Paul wants to go. So you know, I said, all right, fuck it. You know, I mean, you know, you've been letting me go to, go to Comic Con every year, and I'm the one who's bold enough to get in front of the camera and do crazy interviews and be silly and, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's so, my turn. Great. Well, no, that's no, but because you're not. You're not going to do any interviews, right? I mean, that's if why Matt wants me to come down there every freaking year. He's like, oh, maybe you'll do the interviews. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, I mean, because Matt's not going to do them. But, I mean, I can't see you. I can see you giving me questions for an interview. I can't see you doing an interview. You're not, you're not I've a, done an interview You're not before. a front-of-the-camera kind of guy. I mean, I... Uh, I'm just a ham. I just like being in front of the camera. I'm not saying I have any talent or anything like that. I just... I mean, if, I, if I'm doing the interview, I'm doing the interview. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, and by the way, I can bring this wonderful phone right here and do a live interview if oh, I want to. Yeah, do live streaming and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but that being said, uh, so we're part of the, one of the things we're going to do tonight is we're going to fart. <laughs> Paul farts. The, the heater turns off. I've been really gassy today. I'm sorry. But um, oh. so that was that's one of the beauties of doing a podcast. I mean, what this is farting. This will be year number four of going to to Comic Con. Yeah, and, and and the show itself has been the show. This the podcast has been on for five years, but the podcast they've been they they got really ridiculous this year though because if I remember hearing about it right, they you have to buy a ticket for each and every single day. Yeah, and my friends, the friends of mine <coughs> who don't have who don't have press passes and, and go to the Comic Con and pay actual money. Um, there's this thing called like fan verification and you have to have your, like your website and not a website, you have to have an email and they have to like have like an address and everything has to be like crazy verified. And I guess it makes sense. It totally makes sense because it would be very easy for, for, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, 
what do they call the guys that, that, that sell shit on the street they're not supposed to sell? Like Oh, uh, scalpers. Scalpers. It would be very easy for scalpers. And let me tell you, that first day at Comic-Con, they were scalpers. They were scalpers out front. But that being said, I didn't see a scalper from days two through four. Like, the cops clean that shit up real fast. I mean... Oh, they probably pay a big amount of money to, to close that shit up yeah. real and, quick. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, when I say scalpers, there were guys there with passes. And don't get me wrong. I guess technically, you can, if you're Joe Blow on the street, you can do a fan verification and sell your pass to somebody and just say, "Hey, look, if anybody asks, your name is John Smith or whatever." But um, uh, but you know, it's not like you could buy fifty. It's not like you could buy fifty tickets and say, "Yeah, you know, each of these tickets is eight hundred dollars <coughs> a pop or something like that." So I do have, and I mean, but then again, who knows if those guys were even selling legit passes? Probably. They look legit, but then again, you know, if you're going to make a profit, might as well make some realistic. If somebody can make, excuse me, somebody can make like a a dollar bill, a fake dollar bill. I'm sure somebody can make a fake near a Comic Con pass. Yeah, it's not it's not too hard. Um, so we are we're planning, we're gearing up for Comic Con, and it's weird because Comic Con's like six months away. Like last Comic Con was six months ago. This next one's six months away. These scumbags, they they I say scumbag, the lo- lovely, wonderful people at uh, <laughs> now you're not going to get approved <laughs> at uh not Reed Pop. Is it Reed Pop? Whatever. The wonderful people who organized this event. Um, you know, damn you guys for fucking putting like. The registration and everything six months in advance like like you never get a chance to fucking breathe you know and i still like every day i get kind of like spammy emails about all the stuff that's going on and i guess if you like comic-con yes you're gonna like this cartoon or you're gonna like this show or you want to go to this panel at playing somewhere else or something like that so you know i mean it's you know it's a money maker you know and we promote it and stuff like that so once again new york comic-con october of 2017 or whatever <laughs> um It'd be nice to go to a go to a huge con in my state and not have to go to Atlanta or something. Yeah. yeah. And and well speaking I mean Doing the podcast and doing Comic-Con is stuff that I would like to do, but back in the real world, back in my real job, which I can't, I don't want to get into exactly what I do because that would be... He cleans toilets. Revealing I clean government toilets. (laughs) But it's sort of like, let's just say, obviously people who watch this podcast know that, like, obviously we're not fans of Donald Trump. And there are things that Donald Trump is doing which is putting my job in jeopardy, or at least my current situation in jeopardy. And I don't want to say it's in jeopardy because there are other positions and there are other um, contracts and stuff like that where I can I can easily just, you know, glide into as, as in, you know, I'm still with the same company and, you know, it's not like it's the only contract they have. But, you know, Donald, basically, like if I didn't hate Donald Trump before, I hate him even more now because there's a lot of fucking shit gumming up the works and, and, and Betsy DeVos was another fucking uh, genius that they put, you know, that he put in our cabinet. Uh, it's, just, it's just fucking up my whole work situation and oddly enough once again without going too much into detail i sort of got like a sideways promotion at Mm. work i sort of i got the team that i was on was disbanded partly because of this fucking donald trump thing (laughs) you know because of because of donald trump and his fucking wonderful administration so my team was demolished we were cannibalized we were sent to other teams i for the luck of the draw maybe because well actually uh, my manager pretty much told me that he put in a good word for me and i got transferred to a team which is 
a lot. I should be seeing more work now that I'm, you know, now, and I, once again, I hate for an audience to be like, you know, what the fuck do you do, Chris? But let's just say I kind of gotten, I kind of got a promotion, but not really a promotion because I didn't get any extra title, but I got a job that there's a lot more opportunity to make more money. And, um, and so that's fucking cool. But what happened was, is, you know, I put in the hard work ever since, I mean, of course, yes, I'm relatively new at the job. Um, but this chick in my fucking job, she goes, well, you know, there was other girls. Now, what happened was, is I would once again, without going into detail, <laughs> you gotta love me talking this cryptic bullshit. You're killing, you're killing everybody. But, uh, like, I was doing a lot of work and I was showing a lot of promise. I was sort of like, okay, I'm gonna hit this goal every day, even though it's not a mandatory goal. And so this fucking bitch who I work with was like, oh, she's, you know, she said, oh, well, that's like a fucking loser thing to do or whatever. She had said something to that effect. And I'm like, you know, and she had said it. Now, I don't think she said it to be me. I, I, it just slipped out of her fucking mouth. Like, I, I don't think she thought about it. So now, like I said, my team was disbanded. I was uh, trans transferred to another team. A little more chance to make money. And then I'm talking. No, she's well, she's talking to me today. Well, you know, there was there was girls on your team that they should have been transferred to that team because they got better numbers than you. And, and I was like, and then I like I wanted to fucking rip this bitch's head off. But then I was like. I was like, yeah, maybe me setting all these high goals in the beginning uh, set a, you know, put me in the right kind of position for them to say, hey, let's send Chris to this this team that earns a lot better. So, uh, I mean, knock on wood. I don't want to knock on wood too hard, but you know, knock on wood. Uh, Who is it? <laughs> work is getting better, and maybe I'll actually have money for Wi-Fi and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> stop living in poverty. Okay, so as of today. Big fucking storm warnings in Rochester. Tornado oh my warning. God, tornado warning. Watch tsunami. Tun- yeah. Tsunami. <laughs> tsunami watch. Tsunami. Yes. Uh, tsunami watch off the fucking Lake Ontario. It, I mean, it got so bad today that people in my job, like, there was like a office wide like email, like, if you, you know, we're anticipating things being crazy around four thirty, so if you want to leave before then, it's okay, and we won't, you know, charge you, like, we won't give you a, a, a what they call an occurrence. And fucking like half the office left. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck this. It's fucking a little. I fucking. I could have ate outside today. Like, it was rain and not even heavy rain. Like, we. I've seen worse rain <coughs> earlier this year. Like, you know. And, you know, it was like a big fucking. Everyone was a big fucking to do. And, and, and here's something that, that I was bugging Paul. It was from a Facebook post I did earlier today. I said, you know, because. And there's people who live out by the lake. And because of the rain that's going on, the water's rising. And Lake Ontario's, the tides are getting, well, one, it doesn't, I mean, I guess it doesn't officially have tides. It has wind and water that pushes it, but that's not like tide tide. It's not like real tide. It's a fucking lake tide. <laughs> it can't, it only goes so far. But it's ruining <coughs> all these big money fucking properties. And all these people, I guarantee you during the year, these people who live on lakeside property, you know, what, you know, people, that's the joke, waterfront property. That, that, you say waterfront property. That Those that are watching on the live stream, I'm, I'm waiting for him to hang himself, but continue. Go but ahead. I'm just saying is they say waterfront property. Well, yeah, waterfront property is for people who got fucking money. People who got all, and they spent all year, oh, look how wonderful my, look how wonderful my view is. And I could sit on my deck and I could drink a beer and look at the fucking lake. Well, you know what? Fucking time to pay the piper. Cause times like this, this time of year where the fucking water's eroding their backyards and the water's flooding their fucking basements i say good for them good for those fucking rich bastards you know what I'm saying like there's this rope because because these are the because these are the people who would like i'd never live in the city oh no how could i live in a city you know but
that they want to live by the water, but now they're fucking, <coughs> now they got thousands of dollars of property damage, and then their basements are fucking flooded. You know, these are the same people. A couple of months ago, for people who follow the podcast, you know, chunks of the sub- suburbs around Rochester lost electricity for days. And why? Because when you live on the suburbs, all you have is little rinky-dink fucking uh, uh, power lines that you know they get knocked over on a strong breeze. You know, when you're a city, our electricity runs underground. You know, and then these people, <sighs> so. I say it's good for them. It's good that their fucking houses got flooded because, you know, that's what you get for, you know, thinking you're better. Okay, than now that you're done hanging yourself. <laughs> but I, uh, no, I, I, first of all, if people live out in the lake, they don't give a shit who they're, li- who, where they're living by. They got enough money to be like, you know what? I'm going to live where the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah. And number two, if they're really rich, they're not living by the lake. They're living in a mansion in fucking Pittsburgh, okay? Yeah. That's number two. And number three, Number three, even 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 black people want to be <laughs> want to live because this is that's where you were trying to go well, with they, this. I, so stop. I had said I said they they would rather live where there's like all this natural disaster than live around minorities. Let me so finish. That was sort of gone. Let me finish. Even black people want to live in the goddamn suburbs, okay? Because it's not because it's not because oh I want to get rid of, get away from black people or whatever. It's because our city's crime ridden and nobody wants to fucking deal with that shit. And here's the problem. People don't understand that downtown, like, seriously downtown, where Main Street, like, South Clinton, Main Street, that area, there's no crime. Because the terminal's over off of a different street. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is the crime takes in place around the terminal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's on certain streets throughout the city, like Hudson and Goodman, uh, Parcells. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't just like magically happen. People are like, "Oh, well, you know, blah 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 blah." No, 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 no. It, it, it There's a reason why yeah. things are happening. Now, not saying that you know that we don't have racist police. I mean, well, I wouldn't say racist police. There's, there's, you know, the problem is, is you see a video 15 minutes after an incident happened, and then everybody's like, "Oh, he's a racist," and I'm just sitting there going, "What did he do 15 minutes ago?" Yeah. Oh, oh! Look, somebody wants you to pet him. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I, I mean, look, I'm being, I'm being an asshole. I understand I'm being an asshole. I'm being because the funny thing is, I'm over here calling Paul a racist and, and everything like that. Well, but, here, here's that, here's that, a funny but, here's a funny story. Me from, saying what I'm saying about those people at the lake are is racist. I understand, and I'm saying that I'm being facetious. I'm being an asshole. I'm being a jerk when I say. Okay, you we can know, cut your we can cut but, the, the rope. But now. there's a little bit of truth. <laughs> You know, nah, well, see, here's okay, okay. Joke, here's where every, I will agree with every you. Every extreme is there's a grain of truth. In can there, I? Can uh-huh. I? Can I? Here's where I will agree with you. If you live 45 minutes to an hour away from Rochester and commute in every single day and live out in the boonies because you don't want to deal with black people, then you're racist. Mm-hmm. And well, you're not just racist; you're just stupid. Honestly, and that's what a lot of people do. Like you don't see, dude. All those see. Pe- all the people that left my office today at 4:30 because they all live. 45 minutes to an hour south of Rochester yeah. and they had to get home before the fucking highways got flooded yeah. or whatever and you know and it, like it was and then even driving here today I was driving to your I came here like pretty much straight after work and it took me longer than it like usually takes me it takes me about a half an hour it took me like an hour and 15 minutes to get here today and it's not because I'm I'm a, I'm a late fuck who's always late all the time I was late because it was fucking traffic because it's a little. He's rain. also a late fuck too. But, I'm late you know. all the time, but the, I mean, like that's all right. Like, I'm sitting here like sleeping in my bed, and I'm like, I'm looking over at my phone. I'm like, people, just, where the hell did did Chris like forget about this just, or what's going? Fucking on? people just got to learn how to do it. 
So I was, so the funny thing is I had I was busting Paul's chops about being a racist yet in that I was being a racist too. So I understand. I'm, 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 I'm an asshole. Total yeah. racist right here. Yeah, I'm the big, I'm the big evil. Funny story, funny story about that though. I had, uh, okay, so, so a curfew. So oh. like, okay, so the movie theater I work at has a curfew. Fridays and Saturday nights, you can't after six o'clock. You have to be seventeen or up to see any movie, whether it's G, PG, PG thirteen, R, doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, you, uh, you, if you're not, then you have to be a parent, uh, accompanied by a parent. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. People don't realize that this policy has been in place for almost 10 years mm-hmm. at this point. So, you know, you get this, you get this like, and it only happens with it. I mean, yes, it, it, here's the funny thing. First of all, let, let me, let me put this out there first. For every, every black <laughs> kid that Paul's I throw out. about to out, say something racist, people. Come on. For every, bla- for every black kid that we throw out. Times that by two or three, and that's how many white kids we throw out on a Friday and Saturday night. Not throw out, but don't let them come in because they don't have a parent or guardian. Um, that's that's number one, and it's kind of funny because you know you you get people who are like, oh man, you're just racist because I'm black, and I'm just sitting there going, I'm just sitting there looking at her like, just 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 go before I say something <laughs> because if I say something really racist, <laughs> no, <laughs> if I show you how racist I really can be, no. I'm dying. <laughs> These are all jokes, people. So we had we had this lady. She came up with her kids, and there's four of them. And she's like, can I get three? And that's what always happens. They always do this. I'm like, okay, so you mean four tickets? She's like, no, these three are going to go in. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how it works. Are they 17? No. Then they can't come in. I'm like, this is the town of Greece's policy. We have to follow it. And it is the town of Greece's policy. They're the ones that made us put it in place. So it's hmm. it's their policy. Um, so she runs off all pissed off and whatever. Oh, we're going to go to Webster. Ten, five, ten minutes later, she's back at the box office buying four tickets. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the security guard, and I said, I looked at him, I was like, how much you want to bet that this girl, this woman's going to walk out here in a minute? And there again, I mean, she was, I think they were only going to, like, Fast and the Furious, so I mean, it's not like, whatever. I mean, obviously, I get what you're doing, but I don't need to get fined from, from the town because you want to sneak your kid in, mm. your kids in. So... All of a sudden, she walks out the door, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Security guard stops her, and he's like, look. He's like, he's like, ma'am, you can't leave them alone. She's like, I'm going out to smoke. Can I just go out and smoke? And he's like, yeah, you can go out to smoke, but I'm just making sure you understand. You need to come back in, and you need to stay with your kids. And she's like, oh, you're just being racist to me because I'm whatever. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was taking care of other customers at the time, so it wasn't me that was involved in it. But I'm hearing this conversation, and I'm just sitting here. I didn't shake my head in front of these customers. I'm like, here's your ticket. Have a nice day. And I'm just sitting there in my head, shaking my head going, oh, here we fucking go. And sure enough, as she's walking out the door to go smoke, she's like, oh, you're only doing this because you're, because I'm black. And I just went, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) So, you know, and, and then when she walked back in, she apparently was like on the phone with somebody being like, oh, they're just being racist. This theater's racist. They're, they're against black people. And it's like, guys. There's a policy in place. Mm-hmm. Tinseltown, as far as I know, still has that same policy in place as well. So if you go to those theaters, you can't go in unless you have a parent or guardian. Not only that, but like, and I'm pretty sure Webster has this, uh, that, that whole thing where you have to be, you have to be over the age of six. You, like your kids have to be over the age of six to go in a rated R film. Mm-hmm. They have that policy as, as far as I know. So it's like, you know, nobody's being racist. We're all doing the same thing. Like yeah. you're, you're just pissed off because you have to stay with your kids. I'm sorry, but the rules are the rules. By the way, if you drop your kids off at the mall, it's 19 and up in the mall. And the security guards will stop your kids, and they will throw them out the door. They've done it before. By the way, 
they're not gonna they can call 911 all they want because there's a GPD Greece Police Department officer yes, right there in the mall that will come down there and be like look you know the rules this is what it is call your mother and leave or we'll arrest you and you'll leave so I mean it's not like and, and, I, and I love like when like on the mall's website they're like oh they don't enforce this policy I'm like I, 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 I commented on some on this and I was like dude I see it in front of me every single time I work Friday and Saturday. Like it, they, they do it all the time. Yeah, you know. So Paul's not a racist, <laughs> but he just doesn't like. No, I'll say that. <laughs> okay, so okay, a couple other things I know I already mentioned. Trump, Trump had the North, uh, the the New England Patriots at the White House, and, and some and of the New England Patriots. Some of the New England because <laughs> you know the brothers didn't show up. I wonder why. I wonder why. What's his name there didn't show up? Uh, what was this? Tom Brady didn't show up because him and Tom Brady are supposedly supposed to be buddy buddy, and then all of a sudden, like he's not there, and it's just sitting there going, "Huh, okay." <laughs> because even Tom Brady knows that Trump's a racist. Because Tom Brady knows, as a quarterback, the black guys are the ones that protect him. <laughs> and if he goes to visit Trump, the black guys aren't going to protect him anymore. I'm so wow, this show got real fucking racist. Okay, um, but like I said, they had the uh, New England Patriots and Trump, and I had said if that fucking stage collapsed right now, I wouldn't fucking blink an eye because... Well, you don't like New England Patriots well, anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a New York City boy. <coughs> I was born and raised in New York City. I was raised to hate people from Boston. So see, I hate white people. I hate white people from Boston. And trust me, Boston is like one of the whitest cities in the fucking world. And uh, so, you know, I was hate to hate. I was, I was. By the way, Chris is Puerto Rican. If we I was to say anything, to, I was taught to hate people from, you know, who like the Red Sox, people who like uh, the New England Patriots. You know, people from Boston. Boston is just a fake wannabe New York. So uh, <laughs> there's all people with fucking. Uh, some of the some of the opinions <laughs> of Chris Cologne do not necessarily that's, reflect. See, that's not, I'm not just racist. I'm not racist against black people. I'm racist against white people too. Because Boston is just fucking new york light it's like new york's fucking retarded little brother that's angry that he doesn't he's not as good as his older brother or something like that so mean. well hey, hey <laughs> the yankees are doing really well this year so we won't have to deal with that yeah and, and by the way uh, by the way real quick notice notice that alex rodriguez isn't playing mm-hmm. notice the fact that after he retired we get good ball players hmm gee what what did i say what did i say about that oh that's right that once alex rodriguez wasn't in the picture anymore they would actually do well yeah. Well, and here's and once again, this is definitely not a sports show, but fucking uh, 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 Derek Jeter and Jeb Bush. What team did they buy? They bought uh, Florida, Florida Marlins. They bought maybe? the Florida Marlins. Yeah, I think yeah, the Florida Marlins. Was it Jeb, Florida Marlins? Jeb Bush was the governor <coughs> of Florida. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of... And don't get me wrong. They're both businessmen. And at least, you know, Derek Jeter knows baseball. Jeb Bush comes from a rich family. So I'm pretty sure it's a, it's an economically sound idea. And I'm pretty sure Derek Jeter will, who loves baseball, will do what he can to get the Marlins to be like a brand, well, a real he brand can't, name He team. can't have any control of... If he were to go in with the Yankees uh, to try to have some kind of control in there, he couldn't because the Suns own that. So mm-hmm. it's... It, it, I mean, I understand that completely why he went for a different team but but the best i'm saying is that i just want to fucking be in the room where like Derek jeter and jeb bush are in because oh Derek yeah. jeter and, and and mind you i have friends who work security in yankee stadium back when Derek jeter was in his fucking heyday 
And Derek, and from what I understand, Derek Jeter is the nicest fucking guy in the world. And he he had he had taken paid for the security guards to all go out to like a fucking club and hang out and stuff like that. And here's a guy who he didn't have to do anything for the people that worked at Yankee Stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and he went with them. Well, you know why you know why he paid the security guards to do that? So he can sneak a woman up to his house. <laughs> well that well that well no, and it's a funny thing is I had friends that used to that used to work um the parking lot where these fucking where the where the players park their cars. Yeah. And it's billion dollar cars and it's 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 that's very like you know the sport you know the the athletes wives that they're all fucking like you know real stuck up and real pretty but you know they're fucking pains in the ass and so um but my point is Derek Jeter is like one of the nicest guys in the world he has money he has looks he has talent and then you got fucking Jeb Bush <laughs> who's like couldn't well even, couldn't even fucking beat Trump like you know you got Jeb Bush his Dad, his want, brother listen, listen. and his dad were both fucking presidents of this country. He had the fucking name, and this guy has so little charisma Can I, that he couldn't knock out a fucking reality TV star in the fucking in, in the and the Republican Donald Trump could give two shits about being a Republican. He just happened to run because those are the people who would back him. I hope our neighbors doesn't kill you, Jeb but. Bush. I'm just saying is Jeb Bush is the most like. Odd fucking Mr. Potato Head fucking uncharismatic fucking person on the planet. And then you got Derek Jeter. I would I would watch a reality show with Jeb Bush and Derek Jeter. I just I want to see those meetings because and don't get me wrong, I understand why they work together because money the money's there. But I just want to see these two fucking polar opposites of people in the fucking same room. Because Jeb Bush is a fucking Hey, he's trying to make... Well, and you got to understand something. His last name is Bush. And because his brother fucked things up pretty bad, people don't want another Bush in the office. Now, obviously, they're two different polar opposites of how they did things. Mm -hmm. But people don't care. If your name is Bush, they don't want you in the office. Yeah. And, you know, that, that kind of goes for, like, Clinton, but it's not... I still sit there and I go back to, well, the popular vote was really, really high. Because, <laughs> you know, hey, 2.9 million more people voted for her than Trump. I keep coming back to that number, but I, I need to... Yeah, I mean, just, I'm, you know. I, I, I'm like, once again, I'm not trying to make it a political statement. I'm just saying is, Jeb Bush has the fucking personality of wet fucking paint. That's probably why Derek Jeter is part of the group. <laughs> and Derek Jeter exactly. is like one of the most charismatic... Because he know, probably went to him and he said, look, the guy gets more I know you want to buy a team. I know you want to buy a team. We both got the money. Why don't we go in together and buy the team? You can be the face. I'll just sit there and... Just have my ownership and be fine, and that's it, dude. It's brilliant. As I said, it's, it's brilliant. I, I get it. I understand. There's money there, but like, <laughs> like it just it, it reminds me of an odd couple. Like I just want to see, I just want to see a Derek Jeter, Jeb Bush sitcom. Um, Let's go to commercial. Okay. Well, okay. One last thing, and I just, I mean, NFL draft. Who gives a fuck about the NFL? Well, felon league. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Not National Felon League, you fucking racist. The National Felon League. What is we, this, Racist Night with Chris Gallo? We just had a guy. Jesus Christ. We just, uh, uh. Aaron Hernandez, a guy who fucking killed people and killed himself in jail. You know, that that was like a big story just like a week ago. Dude, but he so, wasn't even fucking black. What, what does that have to do with I black had, people? This has, you're the one who just said black. I just, <laughs> NFL National Felon League. I had not. I did not say anything mm -hmm. racist whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You were going racist on this. I know it's the National Felony. There's guys with a Plaxico Burris shot himself with his own fucking gun. Uh, with it, Ray White Wright, theaters. Ray Rice beating up his wife in the fucking elevator. You know, uh, uh, you know, and those those are just like, and that's just 
like the well, big you know what, what it is that I know about. I don't even watch football, but I watch every time they mention football in the fucking news. It's always you know. All right, time for Chris to stop because then I'll talk about the NFL <laughs> real quick. So for people here in Rochester, good things happen for the Bills. Um, not only did we get some really good players, and it sits there and makes me interested. Like, hmm, maybe I should actually go buy a ticket this year. Uh, they got rid of the GM. And they got rid of all the, the draft people after they did the draft. So, <laughs> better days are coming to the Bills, it looks like. So, hopefully, this is looking to be, this is looking to be like a turn, like a, a turnaround of this team. Apparently, the, what, what the hell is the last name there? Uh, Palugas, or, I can't think of that. Is that how it's pronounced? You're asking It's the, the same guy that, person, it's brother. the same, I can't think, I can't pronounce his name for the life of me. But, they, um, they own the Sabres, the Buffalo Sabres, too. And they're doing the exact same thing with the Sabres. They're just like, nope, fuck all of you. We're clearing out the goddamn thing. We're going to give all new people in. And that's it. So we'll see what happens. So for the Bills. See, see, the one thing that will get me shot is if I say, like, hockey sucks. So I'm just going to put my hands. Well, no. I, I, whatever. There's Stanley Cups playing right now. I don't give a fuck. But, uh, like, it would be uh, the people who the people who like the Bills. Like, up here in Rochester, like, people fucking love the Bills. And they live by them. And it's like... You know, if the team starts doing good, you'll see a lot of fucking bandwagon fans <coughs> jump up there. And how the fuck did this show get all sports talk? But that, but that being said, I mean, uh, we never do sports, so this is a good change. You know, you you got to find yourself a girl that likes the Bills. Oh God, because you got it always comes back to the fucking girl. Jesus you gotta, Christ, you got to find someone who's used to disappointment. You know what? Here, here's here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. And those of you that are watching the stream, I, I just want this is what I'm gonna say. You're gonna see. Did you just fart? No, I'm you better not my, fucking I, fart. I, I haven't farted. I swear to God. Anyways, I this is my house. I'm, scratch, I get I'm to scratching fart. my back. Ugh. Anyway, so. You'll see him on this live stream one day with a goddamn Bills jersey on, and he's going to be with a girl, and I'm going to sit there and look at him and be like, you're fucking wearing that jersey. He's going to be like, no, and then he's got this that big fucking lion-ass grin on his face, and I'll be like, yeah, you put it on because you wanted to bang her, didn't you? <laughs> Shut up, Paul. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, Actually, I do kind of have a racist joke to tell. No, we're done. We're done with the racism. Let's go to commercial. Wow. That's oh, a good segue to commercial. Okay, and we'll be, we'll be right back with more dick and fart jokes. I swear he's Puerto Rican. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. 
watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. All right, Paul, and we're back. A lot of, lot of, like, not necessarily nerdy news. It's nerdy news, yes. Now, I would say one of the earliest episodes of this podcast, once again, it started April 20th, 2012, was I had, one of the podcasts was called uh, Best Week Ever for Nerds. And here we are five years later, and we're coming up on yet another Best Week Ever for Nerds. Now, on Thursday night into Friday, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Right. And it's funny because Guardians of the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has already come out in, like, Australia. Oh, yeah. It's already done $100 million. In, in England. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's killing me because I have friends that are in England on Facebook, and I'm and like, if you fucking guys spoil anything. Here's, here's something that's really... Let me give you a little fun fact about movies. Sci-fi is not doing really well these days. Any sci-fi movie is not doing really well. However, Marvel is technically if you were to if you were to get real technical, Marvel is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Anything that is like Marvel, DC, you know, something along those lines, people eat that shit up for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Star Wars, obviously, that's that's a thing of its own. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it is what it is. Ghost in the Shell. It does over. It does almost two hundred thousand dollars in the box office overseas and here. Um, and you know because of because you know it has such a big budget, people sit there and go, "Oh, it failed." Well, it didn't, uh, it's st- I still sit there and and go, "Well, it didn't really fail." Yeah, you're failing because you're holding it to a different standard than most movies are. Right, and and the budget was one hundred and ten million. So unless like you're lying to us and not telling us the whole story, um, yeah, there's there's more money. Yet. But the point that I'm making is is it's really interesting to see that you know like movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Aliens, Covenants coming up. You got Thor, you got, excuse me, Wonder Woman coming this summer, you got Spider-Man, you got Transformers. All these movies are going to hit it out of the park. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so it's not just a good week, it's a good... Well, no, no, I say it's a good week because I haven't haven't gotten to the other things that I have to... (laughs) Okay, go on. Well, no, because, all right, see, because, okay, you got... You got today is oh shit! I just lost my place in the on the computer. All right, here we go. Give me Ooh. two seconds, people. Why is the cat reaching out? To me? <laughs> hey, kitty, baby, love, kitty. That's a nice kitty. Um, <laughs> so you got you got a fart. May the fourth. 
which is Thursday. And if you're a fan of this show, you should already know May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. With you. May the 4th is officially Star Wars Day. I mean, we just had Star Wars Celebration, so I don't think we're going to get anything official. Like, I don't think I was kind of thinking official. they may give us a longer trailer for the new Star Wars film. You know, or do it like, remember like last year, was it last year? Like they didn't even, no, no, before Force Awakens, they didn't give us a trailer. They gave us like background footage, like like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if they gave us like behind the scenes stuff or whatever, <coughs> you know, I don't, once again, since we just had Star Wars Celebration, I don't think we're going to get anything official, but still, um, or maybe another poster or something because it is May the fourth. May the fourth be with you. It sounds like you're song like someone with a with a lisp. May the fourth. So then you got Friday, technically Thursday night and to Friday. Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Volume two. Volume two. And everyone from my friends that are in England right now, first and foremost, hi. And everyone's already in love with it. And I'm glad no one has spoiled it yet. And then this Saturday, and this is, once again, this is only for the people in the United States, Saturday is free comic book day. And I would have to say, free comic book day also kind of ties into how I started the podcast. Because my very first, my very first free comic book day up here in Rochester, I had gone to a place, I had gone to Comics Etc. But this was back when Comics Etc. was still in the uh, Village Gate Mall. And so when I was going to that Comics Etc., I saw the ad... For, I saw the ad for the improv class. Right. And it was because of the improv class that how I met Kristen. So Free Comic Book Day sort of like was part of the chain of events and how this podcast got started. So I say best week ever for nerds. Um, it's going to be a good fucking summer. I mean, we got Guardians of the Galaxy, like you said, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok. Um, what else am I missing? I mean... No, well, Transformers, I said. Uh, Alien Covenant. Uh... That's well, basically all the nerdy movies, I think. I mean, and then actually, I had this is this list is from Variety.com, and it's sort of like just listing studio uh, studios full release. They got Guardians of the Galaxy, Pirates of the Caribbean, which I don't really care for, but you know, Cars Three, which everyone seems to fucking be excited about. Okay, then it, and it's funny because then it jumps from like and it, it, Thor's all the way in November. That blows my mind. So my like, Cars Three That's is smart, actually. Oh, no, it's smart to, to kind of stretch it out, but I'm like, okay, you got Cars 3 in June, then it jumps right to fucking November for <coughs> Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, in between's going to be kind of dead. And well, usually, isn't like July and August, I mean, July and August is like when they have um, like the weird they've, like... They've been, they've been starting to, which I like that they're doing now, they've been starting to kind of stretch it out so that way August has something that people can go watch and July usually has two or three because Spider-Man's in July. Mm-hmm. Um... So, Guardians, of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was like July or August because I remember going because it was a fucking hot summer day and I had gotten out of work and I went to read up my coworkers and of course my coworker I got to I got to the movie theater before my coworkers who were coming from home and they should have fucking been there earlier and got me better seats. <laughs> but um all right so we got The Last Jedi this Christmas. Then you got next year and once again this is according to variety.com uh, we got Black Panther in February. Oh, why Black Panther gotta be in February? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the opinions of Chris Colo do not represent... Tsunami Faithful Podcast okay. or TsunamiFaithful.com. Wrinkle in Time. I don't know what the fuck Wrinkle in Time is. Magic Camp. Please help me. May 4th. There's a racist in the building. Once again, May the 4th. 
Avengers Infinity War. So this time next year, we got a whole fucking year to wait before Avengers uh, Infinity War. Uh, May 25th, untitled Han Solo anthology film. June 15th, Incredibles 2. Now this is 2018, mighty people. Uh, July 6th, right after, right around the 4th of July weekend. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So finally they're gonna, they're gonna catch up with that. Um, August 18th, untitled Disney fairy tale live action. 11 to 18, Mulan. So we got that Cheswan sauce. Marty, Marty, we got that Cheswan sauce. Uh, God. then 2000, in November of 2018, Ralph breaks the internet, record Ralph 2. Uh, Christmas, Mary Poppins, but it's weird because that Last Jedi is in Christmas of 2008, 2000, and, no wait, hold on. 2017 is The Last Jedi, and then, okay, the Han Solo movies later on that year. Han Solo is May. Of 2018. 2018. Then we gotta wait all the way to fucking 2019. Yeah, apparently they announced the other day that it's supposed to be in May, which is really be, weird. According to this, according to Variety, which I think they got it from Disney or whatever, <laughs> it's gonna be a Star Wars movie in May, which it's always, except for these last couple of movies, except for, um, Except Rogue One was in the winter time. Force Awakens was in the winter time. Last Jedi was in the winter time. Is going to be in the winter time. Then they fucking go and then they switch it up. Now don't get me wrong. I'm going to be excited because I'm glad they're pushing it up. I don't want to have to wait till December of 2019. But what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, they. it sounds like a good plan. Let the, <laughs> let the movie stay for Christmas. And God forbid they fucking go, no, we changed our mind. We're pushing it back to Christmas. I'm going to fucking have a heart yeah. attack. Um all right, so then we got <coughs> Mary Poppins Return. So there's two Mary Poppins movies, right? Am I, or am I reading that? Oh, no, no. Okay, one Mary Poppins. Then 2019, Captain Marvel. Now they're finally doing a fucking female-led Marvel movie. Untitled Disney Fairy Tale live action. Untitled Disney Toon Studio. May of 2019. So two years from now, almost exactly. Untitled Avengers. Uh, or I just lost my spot. Untitled Avengers in 3D. Star Wars Episode Nine, which is also going to be May of 2019. So you got Avengers and Star Wars in the same month. Toy Story Four, Lion King what? live action, Frozen Two, which by that what three years from now, my daughter's not going to give a shit about Frozen. Uh, yeah, that's a little long to wait for that. Yeah. And 2020 is Untitled Marvel, and you know, gigantic whatever. So gigantor. So it's just crazy that like they have all these like like they're announcing these movies. We know these movies are like fucking three four years in advance. Um, so I mean, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong, I'm very excited, but like this is the like the best week ever for nerd. I say the best week ever because remember that VH1 show, best week ever. So as of right now, this will be the best week ever for nerds when it comes to May the Fourth, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Free Comic Book Day, and I'm pretty sure there's other things going on that I don't know about. <laughs> um, okay, so recently I had seen the movie The Accountant. Oh, you watched that starring Ben Affleck. Yeah, and I gotta say, it's a pretty good Batman movie. <laughs> Look, in a world where the people in this movie, you got Ben Affleck as this guy with like Asperger's, <coughs> you know, uh, you know, um, what's the word? On the spectrum, autism, where he stays focused on things and he's an accountant, so he's super smart. Then without spoiling too much, his, when he's a young kid, even though he's, even though he's, has autism, his father kind of forces him to like learn all this like karate and jujitsu and shit like that. So, but he picks it up real quick. So he knows jujitsu. So now you got a guy who knows how to fight and the guy's is super duper smart. Um, then you have, well, also in the movie, you got J.K. Simmons, who played, um, who was in this, the, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies as, uh, not, I want to say Perry White, Perry White's from Superman, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Well, J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon in the upcoming Justice League movie. So in this movie, you have Batman and, 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 and Commissioner Gordon. Then you got, 
John Baruchel, who's played the Punisher in the Netflix series, and he's sort of, I mean, without really spoiling it, he ends up fighting Ben Affleck. So if you ever wanted to see the Punisher fight Ben Affleck, I mean, if you ever want to see the Punisher fight Batman, you get to see it in this movie. Um, then also in the movie is the chick Anna Kendrick, who was rumored at one point to be Squirrel Girl from the Marvel movies, if they ever decide to do that. And Squirrel Girl is actually one of the <coughs> few people in the comics to ever defeat Thanos, <laughs> a girl who could talk to squirrels. <laughs> so, I mean, I, once again, we have no proof that they, I don't think they're ever going to really do an Anna Kendrick Squirrel Girl movie, but, um. Well, they said that she should do, like, uh, she was also thought to maybe do, uh, Batgirl, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, if they're smart, they'll just get an unknown. I think, I think Joss Whedon wants to get someone that nobody knows, so then they could turn them in. I'm, I'm waiting. Out. Actually, that's the one I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see what he does with Batgirl, because there really hasn't been, like, a really good, like, DC movie yet that kind of blows my there hasn't mind. Been, there hasn't been a good female fucking superhero movie. And it's no. Because I was talking, so I mentioned it earlier this, this week, and a friend of mine, and it's like, I mean, of all the, okay, we got, what we got? We got Electra, that was trash. We had the fucking Halle Berry's Catwoman, that was trash. Oh, that one was definitely trash. Um, and those are the two that popped up on the top of my head, and I, I can't even think of any other <laughs> Okay, we got like the 80s Supergirl, and that was sort of like, that was more just... Well, I mean, you got the <laughs> Supergirl TV series, which that's doing pretty well, but actually. That's what I'm saying, is that, what the fuck are people dragging their feet for? Give us a fucking female-led movie. Why do we have to wait another two years for fucking Captain Marvel? But or a Black Widow movie for that matter. Yeah, with Black Widow, they they just you know, and even if even if because as Marvel enters its phase three, um, <laughs> I don't know if the mic caught that. Um, <laughs> as Marvel hits its phase three. Um, they feel that I've had I've heard some speculation that Marvel's going to do more like team up movies, or you'll you'll have a movie where you not only we have not only based on one superhero you'll have another superhero in it, the, the like what they're doing with Thor Ragnarok. Even though it's Thor Ragnarok, it kind of has the Hulk in it also. You know, so you can't have a a you well know, you can't have a a um uh, a Black Widow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm quick, sure. I'm sure that's guys, what's gonna end up. It was Jeremy Renner. Uh, I can't Hawkeye. You can yeah. you can have a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. They just Which, go, that's what they should do. You know, they go and they do their own mission but, or whatever. Um, or they go or they're on the run or some shit like that. But you, you know why like they can't they can't do like a standalone Hulk movie right now? Oh, because they don't own the rights to it. Right, Universal right. still owns the rights to but it. But I'm saying like the same way. The same way they took Spider Man, they took a they took a bad situation like Spider Man when they fucking hacked Sony. And they turned it into gold. They could take the situation with the Hulk and they go, okay, you know what? Our, the phase three is going to be team up movies. So we'll have well, a, a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. They can Even do though the movie really focuses on Black Widow, Hawkeye will be in it most of it. You know, we can have, we can have, uh, uh, well, I don't, I mean, it would, I would love to see a straight up Iron Man, Spider Man movie, but that's not going to happen. But you know, you can have, you know. Well, it should be Iron Man, Spider Man, Hulk. Because you remember that comic book series they had there for a while. Yeah, you can have, but I mean, I'm just saying that's that's just dreaming because because. Oh, I'm sure they'll do it. I I can't see why they wouldn't. You know, but you can have a you know Red Falcon. You know, just who who else is new? You can have a Red Falcon Ant Man movie. You know, if you really wanted to. I mean, they kind of fought in the movie. You know, you can have them do their own thing, and that would be a funny movie. You know, like it would be action but funny. Uh, you could do you could do Hawkeye and and Black Widow, which is more like espionage and spy shit. So, you know, well, I mean, they they've 
they've been able to kind of sign a deal for Hulk where they can put him in anything they want. It's just Universal owns the rights and they're the ones that are going to do a movie if anybody. And the problem is, is, you know, uh, nobody really, they don't really want to do a Hulk movie. They're just sitting on it right now. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying is... There again, I mean, if, if people are putting the Hulk in movies, they're making sh- they're making money. So, you know, it's like... Uh, yeah, you but know? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Phase 3 Marvel movies are sort of um, team-up movies. Yeah. Which, you know, then you can ca- cash in on two characters without having to have the whole extended fucking universe in a movie. Um, okay. Um... David Fincher. Fight Clubs, David Fincher, Benjamin Button, Social Network, Gone Girl. Um, you know, I love the movie Seven, you know, with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman. I love The Game with Michael Douglas. David Fincher is a brilliant director. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen, I haven't seen Gone Girl. The Social Network was good, but, you know, I, I, I don't really think, it, <coughs> I don't think David, anybody could have directed that movie, not for nothing. Right. You know, you didn't see signature David Fincher in that movie. Um, Benjamin Button, yeah, that's okay. I don't okay, even know but, what that is, to be honest with you, so. Well, <laughs> the Curious Case of Benjamin Button? No, 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 no. I meant like what what a classic, what a cliff. Well, no, but I'm saying so. David Fincher, he has a certain style. I mean, you know, you see it in Fight Club. He's, he's, he does these very dark movies that, you know, they have, they'll have like a couple of really good like technical scenes in them. And, and and they're more dark. I mean, once again, I didn't see dark, Gone Girl, but I heard that's more depressing than anything. But so David Fincher has signed on because of his buddy Brad Pitt has signed on to direct World War Z Part 2. Sounds interesting. Once again, World War Z Part 2, I wonder if it's going to have anything to do with the, with the first movie because the books, the, the movie and the books have nothing to do with each other. And I honestly thought World War Z, the first movie, was 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 tr- was trash. And 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 you know they took a really good book and and just flushed it down the toilet and said, hey, let's just make a zombie movie. You know, let's just attach the name World War Z. So I wonder if David Fincher is going to pull out his big director's dick and say, no, we're going to fucking stay true to the vision because you know the world, the whole point of World War Z is about how the world reacted to the fucking to the zombie complex. You know, you know, in a country like North Korea, since they shut down all their borders, North Korea didn't have any fucking zombies because you couldn't get into that country if you fucking wanted to you know it was sort of like uh you know uh you know where america probably america in the where the joke is people are leaving mexico to come to the united states you know the zombies are fucking up the united states everyone's trying to sneak into fucking mexico now you know saying it was you know shit like that you know um and you know it was and they took and from different point of views from military point of views from from like like you know billionaire industries point of views from just a regular fucking like a guy like you know they all oh, they they you know they they tricked all, they had certain things that made noise that tricked all the zombies to come walking towards them but then they were really on the other side of a fucking cliff so they're making all the zombies just walk off the fucking cliff you know and then they were just shooting fucking zombies down in the canyon and shit you know that's cool shit and they didn't do any of that in the movie so I'm hoping David Fincher fucking you know David Fincher who did Gone Girl based on a book oh boys. <laughs> Paul is just ripping him tonight. Um, I'm sorry. You know, Gone Girl, based uh, on a book. Fight Club, based on a book. The Curious Case of Benjamin Mutton, Button, I think, was based on a book. Um, uh, Social Network, okay, I don't think that was based on a book, but I think it was written by um, the guy who wrote it. It's like a award-winning director. So I think David Fincher is going to be smart 
and fucking say, no, we're going to stay true to the source material and put out a good fucking movie. So I'm all for it. Not who I was thinking of directed. I'm not excited. I'm, but once again, I think he's, I hope he puts his foot down and gives us a movie that we deserve. Um, here's one that I just found out just before the podcast. In rumors to direct the Flash movie. Total rumor, no fucking, no, no credence to it to it all. Robert Zemeckis. Mm. You know, who framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Back to the Future. I think that's a big rumor. Now, I'm just saying is that if he did it, I think it'd be fucking brilliant. I don't know if DC has that kind of pull to fucking grab no, a Robert Zemeckis. Not. You know, I mean, yeah, if you want to grab, you know, grab someone who fucking directed one of the Fast and Furious movies, sure. You know, but I don't, you know, but if Robert Zemeckis did it, that would, it would fucking be so awesome because... Robert Zemeckis is a brilliant fucking director. You know, okay, he hasn't he hasn't put out a good movie in a while, but then again, he doesn't have to. He could sit back and just fucking, you know, sip fucking martinis if he wants. Um, but once again, totally, totally rumor. Um, oh, wow. How did I miss? I wanted to talk about the Indiana Jones movie, but I'm... Oh, here we go. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, back from that list of variety, and I was... Because it's all hot, big letters, and I had trouble reading. July, t- July of t- 2020, if Harrison Ford is still fucking alive, <laughs> we'll have... And I think they said Steven Spielberg will direct... It and it will have Indiana, it will have Harrison Ford in it. So, <coughs> and what extent is he going to be in it? Is this going to be a hand torch movie like they tried to do with Crystal Skull and fucking Shia LaBeouf, which fucking blew up in their face because Shia LaBeouf, no one cares about him. Um, so I don't know. And okay, that's it. well, the last thing is that oh, see, Paul, wow, I can't believe we almost went to the low power mode. That's you may hit that, yes, yeah, okay. So, uh, the last <coughs> news Netflix, a hacker is hacked into Netflix, yeah, and has basically. He was putting out a ransom, uh, so and if he and since they didn't pay it, he released Orange Is the New Black season five. Oh, really? And like, I'm kind of glad, and I'm not just saying this because you know, like, you know, I download shit, <laughs> whatever, but. Like, I'm kind of glad they didn't give in to his demands because you can't do shit like that. And when they find this guy, they're going to fucking, you know, they're going to, I mean, who knows? It could be some fucking, like, Russian teenager or something like that. Probably. But, you know, and if he's in another country, it's going to be kind of rough to get their hands on him. But, um. In Russia, you cannot touch me. You know, and, 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 and they said he's, he's had show, he has shows from other countries and stuff like that. So I'm sort of, like, curious on, like, what the fuck are they going to do? Like, you know, if, if hackers start doing this and you start ransoming, ransoming shows, they're gonna have to figure out another another way. There's a there's a thing called Interpol for this, so I, he's gonna get fucked in the ass probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying is like, like <coughs> I said, I'm glad they didn't give in because that would have that would have set a bad precedent. But it's so it's so crazy that we live in a world today where hackers like it's one thing to release it like like the Deadpool thing, like okay, we're gonna release it, even though that was a planned scheduled thing, you know. So they released that on purpose. But, you know, when you release, like, little bits and pieces or people who've released trailers and then the studio said, fuck it, we have to release the, the real deal trailer because we can't have this low-quality one floating around. But, uh, you know, it's so crazy that, you know, someone can release it. But then again, you know, you got to up your fucking, you know, why is that available online anyway? You know, I mean, I guess, like, you know, directors have to see it and you have to, like, hot industry people and stuff like that. But you're going to have to up your fucking game because, yep. you know, it's, it's crazy. They're, obviously, they're not, you know, I thought Netflix would kind of have their shit together, but I guess not. Nope. You know, but then again, I guess you, you're, if you're determined enough, you know, and it would be one thing like if a, if a, if you found out like an actor released it or something like like someone that had DVDs or whatever. But then again, then there's your weak point also. I mean, maybe Netflix has all the best security in the world. They gave it to fucking you know Joe Blow the fucking intern, and then the fucking intern released it. You know, or or they hacked the intern, which wasn't as hard to fucking <coughs> hack. So I don't know. Um, and I think that's it. We haven't hit the hour mark. <laughs> And, okay, I just wanted to, okay, let's talk about something real quick. I'll shoot a fucking pit bull. 
There was a story today. I mean, I don't have a gun, at least not anymore. And if you didn't like me already here, you're going to really hate me now. I don't like dogs. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a big fan of dogs. I think people who like dogs are, there's something wrong with you because you've got, you have to have this animal that loves you more than anything else. I mean, yes, I have a cat and Paul has a cat, but cats like, if cats love you, it's because they want to love you. Dogs are just stupid fucking animals. It turns out there was a story about today where, not today, <coughs> about a week ago, just outside Rochester, out in the suburbs where people's how basements are getting flooded and don't have electricity they also had <laughs> people have pit bulls leaving their fucking uh or pit bull mixes pit bulls whatever it was some sort of funky mix of pit bull and something else but it looks like a pit bull who had left the property jumped over the fence came towards a guy and from what i understand this isn't the first time it happened and the guy shot the fucking pit bull now if you want to laugh or whatever i mean no i mean the pit bull died that's okay the first, i understand that's not funny for people but the guy shot the pit bull and then the bullet went through the pit bull and hit the guy's wife <laughs> you know and she's alive don't be wrong i mean i'm not that that's funny but you know was the guy really aiming for the pit bull um <coughs> that being said is there's a big contingent of people and i know this is probably not uh hey hey bill goslin how you doing um, there is a contingency of people out there who love their pit bull and their shows like Pitbull and Parolees and, and, you know, and they, people love to post pictures of, oh, here's a pit bull laying with a four-year-old and stuff like that. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure if I looked hard enough, I'm pretty sure I can go online and find videos of pit bulls, maybe not mauling kids, but I could probably find pictures of kids who've been mauled by fucking pit bulls and shit like that. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're a bad breed and they should be shot. I mean, I say that as a joke, I'll shoot it, but you know, this all came down to the fucking owner's irresponsibility and couldn't fucking maintain their animal to keep them in the fucking backyard. You know, dogs jump. Dogs, you know, if you have a little bullshit fucking two foot fence, three foot fence, a dog's going to jump over it. Your dog should have been contained. How did the dog get out of the house in the fucking first place? You know, your dog shouldn't have gotten out of the house. And the guy shot the fucking pit bull. And, I, you know, and I'm not one of those people like all pit bulls should be pit down, put down. I understand there are people who trust their animals with their, their children and stuff like that. It's still a wild fucking animal. It, well, it, that's not the first time it happened either. Yeah, I'm saying, and, and especially pit bulls have been known to snap and go from fucking loving, you know, animals to fucking vicious lock-jawed, you know, that will not, you know, they will not let go until, you know, <laughs> you know they don't let go. You know, they, right. you know, they lock their jaws. And, you know, and I've, unfortunately, I've been, I've been to pit bull fights and, and this is back when I lived in New York City. I've, you know, I had a friend who basically fought pit bulls. I'm not a fucking fan of them. Um, oh, <laughs> Well, I think Bill said, when, when do we aim to get started? We actually, we started <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, but, yeah, like I was saying is, I, you know, people and their pit bulls, you know, I don't like your dog. I don't like your dog, and it, I, I refuse to, to sit down and go, oh, I have to be okay because you say your dog's okay. No, I, if you can't... The only way I know your dog's okay is if your dog's on the fucking end of a leash, you know. And yeah. and, and you know if you can't can't if you can't contain your animal, then we're gonna have a fucking problem. And if I have a gun and I see your dog coming towards me, guess what? Then the dog's gonna get shot. Um, so you know, like there's that story. Like I said, there's a rockster. Is it sad that someone they kill someone's fucking poor pet? Yes, they could. They kill the poor pet. It's it's. I you know I, I I have no I really have no sympathy for the for the owner because 
You know the dog has a reputation. You should have taken better care of it. Why the fuck is the dog... And once again, this is like a suburban thing because people leave their fucking doors open. Your dog shouldn't be uh, running in and out. Or if the dog is out the house, you should be monitoring it. You should be saying, you know, if your dog's going to go out into the yard, all right, we're going to watch fucking, you know, Cujo out in the fucking yard. Um, and I guess I guess that's it. I kind of had a couple other things. No, I think that's it. Okay, for one more racist story. Come on. No racist stories. <laughs> You've had enough racist stories tonight, boy. Oh, and just, well, Kid Rock and Ted Nugent and Sarah Palin visiting the White House. That's of, old news. Yeah, but it was it was an old, <laughs> before it was between the last episode. So just, yeah, and I liked Kid Rock. I used to like Kid Rock. I mean, I love Devil Without a Cause. I don't like anybody that likes Trump, period, so. Well, I mean, is this what I'm saying is that, like, it's sort of like, it's so weird how Kid Rock used to be, like, like a quote-unquote rebel and it, you know, it's a real entertainer, and then I don't he know, turned into he, a country star. Yeah, he, he, once he got once he got that kind of like contingency behind him, he kind of turned into like real redneck asshole, or whatever you know. And yeah. you know, and it's funny because I would love to see his current audience like go back and listen to his early stuff because I don't think they wouldn't like it or whatever. And I guess yeah, people change, but you know, I guess hey, I changed too because I used to like Kid Rock, not anymore. Ted Nugent, I never gave a fuck about Sarah Palin. I never gave a fuck about. <laughs> I mean, I like Kid Rock. I mean, only God knows why that song. I like, I like play that at my funeral, and now don't play that at my funeral. <laughs> you know, say like, I used to love that song. I still love that song, but you know, uh, you know, if someone else covers it, then play that version <coughs> at my funeral. Okay, let's wrap it up. That's what, That's she, what said. she said. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, you can find links to our iTunes page where unfortunately you know the iTunes is has it's basically just the last like what 15 episodes or so uh, and that's only because I haven't had access to Wi-Fi and upload all the old episodes but you can go and find our links to our iTunes so if you have an iPhone an iPad or an iPod who really has an iPod anymore really <laughs> we, we don't do, need one anyways we do podcasting and nobody has a fucking pod iPod anymore no one has an MP3 player anymore. It's sad. Um, you can download us on your iPhone, your iPad, or if you blow the dust off your iPod, you can download it on that. If you don't have an iPhone or iPad or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. It's what I use to listen to my podcast. I put on Listen Later. I put it on the uh, available offline option. So when I'm at a friend's house or I'm at the local library or I'm at McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts or wherever place has free Wi-Fi, I download my episodes and I listen to them later and it doesn't kill your battery and it doesn't kill your data. Um, along with iTunes and Stitcher, we are also, our main hosting site is also on the Stitcher app, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. And I was wondering, I think maybe I was doing something wrong. I think old episodes, when I've uploaded them, I think the automatic option makes it where you can't download them. So I've gone back and gone over all the episodes. Um, so I don't know if it's an app thing between Android and iPhone, but I updated all the settings so you should be able to download the episodes on this on the SoundCloud app. Excuse me. So SoundCloud is where who's hosting our site is who's hosting our, our episodes. So when you get a chance, uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, you can subscribe to us there. Once again, I've made sure all the uh, all the episodes on SoundCloud are downloadable. You can use the app too. Uh, you can use the app. No, what I'm saying. Well, I think what, when I try to use the app, I was trying to download from the app just to see if you can, and I couldn't. 
But then um, Paul said you can download from the app. And I don't know if it was an it was an iPhone Android thing. I don't know. But I, no I went back and I went check all the episodes and I made sure that you could download the episodes. What's that? At least from the website. Ah, oh, it's posted on Nerdcore Hip Hop. Oh, that was yeah, it's something else. Okay, then um, you can write to us, and surprisingly enough, I don't know if maybe. I think maybe having Jen on for those two or three episodes really pissed Oscar off. <laughs> Oscar has not written in uh, to Two Strangers. I can't make fun of a female. Um, but uh, yeah, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't uh, been on. He hasn't sent us an email. But if you want to send us an email, like Oscar used to, be the new Oscar. Write us at Two Strangers One Podcast at Gmail Once again, that's Two Strangers One Podcast at Gmail you can follow us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast or at symbol Stranger Podcast. Of course, we want your money. We need your money. But if you can't give us a penny, please take two seconds and like and share this episode on Facebook. Share it with your friends. Join our Facebook group, Two Strangers One Podcast Network. And for the old episodes, like I mentioned earlier, um, the Stitcher and oh, we are on the, the, the we are on the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, people. We are on the Google Play Store. If you would like to listen to the older episodes, go back and listen to five years' worth of episodes. This is episode 241. <coughs> you can go back, and the old episodes are available on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers, One Podcast. I keep getting uh, letters saying from YouTube saying that it, we can't monetize the videos because I've used a clip of a movie or I use 30 seconds worth of music and the fucking YouTube police are going to come and shut me down. So apparently... Slit you know, your throat. You know, and these are videos that have been up for like well over a year or two. And all of a sudden, magically, their fucking their scrubbers find it and say, oh, this is bad. You're not supposed to do that. You know, and once again, it's fair use, people. <coughs> Don't fuck yourselves. Um, let me see. That being said, you can go back. And once again, I do promise to start my Stranger Vlogs up and up again i think i'm like episode 30 right now um i still have the one i haven't uploaded the one where i shaved my beard <laughs> that's somewhere in my dead phone um and i think with that i acquiesce the 40 you sir you sure you've said enough well i have to make sure everybody <laughs> knows where the... you should just have somebody say this for you i should i should just record a proper outro and you could say, uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can uh, ask me questions. It's asks.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. And uh, you can email me. Uh, my official email is paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And uh, you can also listen to me on the Toonami Faithful podcast as well, which Chris forgot to mention. Oh, that's you right. Yeah, it's on Stitcher, yes. Paul's other baby, the Toonami Faithful podcast. But then, I, I look, I didn't shout out um, Smodcast or Nerdist or so. Yes, yes, it's true. But so yeah, that's where you can find me, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Well, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. You shut. Don't. What am I saying? No. Wow. <laughs> don't be a stranger. <laughs> Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fappy. And Chris should be not drinking soda before he comes because something's wrong. <laughs> All right, and, and that live stream. I'm surprised Paul's battery lasted all this time. I know. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs>
Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him, honey. But. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist. I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. <laughs> Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. It's a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says that that spells it still. Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will totally read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. 
No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.